Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Lovely Monday to start a holiday week. Temperatures in the 90s in New York City. Andy Matt Medica wants you to turn the headphones down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Had a full studio today, yep. packed house. Wall Street, Matt Medica in the Get Money Corner, the All In K, Jake Seeley on Skype. The King back. He's in the studio today, my man Andy Singleton, the People's Pen from Fantrax, also in studio today as we just wrapped up our greatest fantasy football mock draft ever. That'll be available for broadcasts tomorrow. You probably see that right here on the FNTSY YouTube page. You got Kennedy. The uh, executress in the building with me also. So, got a big program on deck. Want to get you on the horn. 844-843-6879. Telephone numbers to get involved. Got a lot of... It's on right the fourth floor right now. Like, if something was to happen on the fourth floor of, F, of this building right now, it'd be a lot of people out of fantasy analysis this upcoming year. It's a lot of heavy hitters in the building downstairs on the fourth floor. Andy, why are you looking at me like that? That's like a very cryptic thing to say. Well, I'm talking about like not, nothing bad. I don't want nothing bad to happen to anybody. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm having deja vu, by the way. Of what? What are you having deja vu of, I'm man? looking at the king. It's like old days. He's yeah. head buried in that computer. Head buried in the computer. Don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy who didn't make the playoffs in the league with me last year. Scott, I won champ- I'm not even going to get into it with you, you today. Can't. 844-846-879. I'm not on the G chat yet, so uh, JP... If uh, we get anybody on the horn, hit me up in the air. All in, kid. Jake Seeley, how you doing today, my brother? How's everything going? How was your weekend? I don't hear Jake. No. Oh, there you go. I got the all in, kid now. What's up, Jake? Yeah. (laughs) I said good. Just busy so far. All right, good. That's a good way to start the weekend. Listen, when we get to the 4th of July, this is the time of year where we really start to get serious about preparing for the upcoming fantasy football season. We're in the dog days of summer in baseball, all right? Scott, why do <laughs> we in the dog days of summer in baseball? <laughs> the NBA playoffs is over. NBA free agency is already kicked off and underway. So when all of these things are going on, it's a lull in sports. And I don't know if you get into the SBs and stuff like that. I'm an SB guy. I like award shows, right, whatever the case may be. But this is the time. It's perfect opportunity to start preparing for fantasy football. So we had a big draft in Studio 34. They had 11 drafters in the studio at a good time. Like I said, that'll be out tomorrow. What we're going to do right now is give a sneak peek and go over some of the teams that were in the draft. That's why we got Scott in the building. That's why we got Andy in the building. So let's get ready to get it started. And I want to start off, um, Andy, matter of fact, with you. You took Saquon Barkley at four, leaving David Johnson and Antonio Brown on the board. Now, one thing you said when you made the selection was, if this was, sit, sit back a little bit, Ken, if this was a money league, or you was putting some bread up, you wouldn't have done that. But when you're putting your, a, a name on a mock draft, I kind of feel like you got to act like it is money on the joint. And, and, and in your reaction to that kind of, you know, maybe, maybe I, I was a little uh, too casual nice, with my she got, words. She got a nice tan. Let me, let me, oh, let me reiterate. Um, That's a nice derby. <laughs> Andy's got nice analysis. So. Yeah, no, go I ahead, got, Andy. My bad. I, I, I'm, my my, uh, my uh, analysis might have a nice, a nice tan, but uh, Barkley and, and David Howard are very, very close to me. David Johnson. Uh, David Johnson, rather. Are very close. You see, throwing me off now. Um, so close, in fact, that it came down to knowing Jake Seeley was picking behind me okay. and had the Barkley jersey on. So it was a little bit more of a goof than anything. Uh, I probably would take David Johnson just because of what I feel like his comfort level is with the NFL at this point. But Barkley is no slouch in his own right. So if I was at five and he was still there at five, I would, take, I would have taken him at five. So to take him at four... Didn't really See, this is where I, this is I'm not. It's not even really so much the David Johnson beef. It's just Antonio Brown has been the most consistent thing in fantasy football mm-hmm. for so many years now. You can't leave him on the board 
and take a rookie that we don't know anything, in my opinion. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, so if it was David Johnson, though, would you have been as upset with me passing on Antonio Brown for? Because I, cause David Johnson has had games in the past where he's had touched the football 40 times. Correct. Which and, is crazy. And, correct. Saquon Barkley is never going to touch the football 40 times in a football game. No, really? uh, I wouldn't expect him to, but 30. And, you know, he, he could be the bulk of those ground touchdowns for the Giants. So you figure he could be in the realm of double-digit touchdowns, which all of a sudden makes him a much more valuable player. I also, as, as I was saying, you know, you'll hear, I guess, when the uh, mock is released. Re-aired, yes. I, uh, I, I firmly believe that you have to go early on your running backs this year because the running backs that you're going to get later on, mid-rounds to late rounds, while they have the extreme upside – there's just no comfort level in taking those guys. I want There's about 10 guys that I want. And for me to get Jordan Howard as my second running back, as the ninth one off the board, who has finished as a top five guy the last two years, I mean, that's kind of where the, uh, the cliff falls off around that level for me. Can I say one thing real quick? <clears throat> the only thing I care that my name is attached to is a check. Right. I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay, I, I, I want to I come back to that. I want to get the all-in kid in here right here. The David Johnson, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Brown uh, trio right there, Jake. Saquon Barkley is never going to have a football game where he touched the ball 40 times. We've seen David Johnson do that at least twice. That's, that's, to say that is just stupid. Well, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. The fact is, no, because the fact is how rare a 40-touch game is, period. He's done it, though. That's just... Yeah, and how many times has Le'Veon Bell done it? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think exactly. That. It doesn't matter how many times has Ezekiel Elliott done it. How many times has Todd Gurley done it? It's it doesn't happen. Say forty is th- to say thirty is fine, but if you said thirty, you're wrong because there's no there's no guarantee that Saquon doesn't touch the ball thirty times a game. But the but David Johnson has done it forty. Honest, it's like a thirty rebound game. Are you it, taking David Johnson over Z- t- uh, Todd Gurley and, Z- and Le'Veon Bell? No. Okay then. So the forty thing means nothing. All right, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there though. That's the kind of volume. Basically, I'm making a, 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 a what I'm saying is that we have a player that gets that kind of volume. He's saying not consistently. It happened twice. Well, okay, yeah, but I think your other so argument. Are you going to take Jamal Lewis because he had the rushing title the one game? Jamal Lewis don't no. play football no more. I think no, the point the you time. made earlier was the was the correct one. Antonio Brown could be as high as one one, and I think that's what people are dismissing. All right, so the Saquon Barkley thing, Scott. Saquon Barkley, David Johnson. To me, David Johnson, because, you know, we've already seen him do it. We know the, ver- we know the versatility and a bigger role in the offense, whereas Saquon Barkley is going to be a huge part of the Giants' offense. You also have Odell Beckham. You know, there is a major target. You have Sterling Shepard. You have Evan Ingram. I think they go a little deeper and more diverse offensively. You could make a case for Barkley, sure. I mean, you know, he could touch the ball in many times in the game as David Johnson consistently touches it. But, you know, give me what I've already seen. You know, I, I was sitting at three and thinking I was going to have to decide between David Johnson and Antonio Brown, uh, you know, to Wall Street's point. And, uh, by the way, like he says, he only cares about a check. That's why we have all his high-stakes analysis and the exclusive edge fantasy football package and to radio check out for a discount. Ding. Can I, can I add to this, though? Because we're going directly in comparison, you and I, your team and my team. And I personally prefer my two running backs and my top three receivers to your top three, which includes Antonio Brown. You have Demarius Thomas at two, and then you have uh, Sammy Watkins at three, whereas I have Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks, and Corey Davis. Not to mention the running back situation. Oh, wait a minute. Well, well, Andy, we can't do it. We don't wanna, you, you don't want to do that because my three wide receivers are clearly better than your three wide receivers. I, I would beg to differ. I, I, I have Antonio Brown, son. I have my, my wide receivers one, two, and three are Antonio Brown, Demarius Thomas, and Sammy Watkins. Antonio I, I, I Brown, Antonio Brown, <laughs> Antonio Brown can catch 125 passes. You feel what I'm saying? We That's three, that Andy. could happen. Demarius I, Thomas is as, is as safe as it come. He'll give you 16. You got a competent quarterback in there now. As long as he give you 16, he's going to put up numbers. Sammy Watkins as a wide receiver three is, you know, is a guy to be want to see the opportunity meet the health and then it click like that. You look at your three wide receivers. Jarvis Landry is in a new lo- is in a new home who could have a rookie quarterback to win the football at some time this year. Brandon Cooks, he what he going to catch 65 passes, Brandon Cooks. And then you got Corey Davis who sat on people benches for 10 weeks last year. 
He's in your starting lineup. I think I think Corey has better wide receivers just by virtue of his first two. And, and the Sammy Watkins one is a big question mark. You can't break up with him. You know, Sammy Watkins might be the third wide receiver on that on that team. I think he'll be a better NFL receiver than he is a fantasy receiver. But you know, when when you have Antonio Brown, Demarius Thomas is a guy where the touchdowns kept going down every year. But now with Case Keenum throwing the ball, I like Demarius Thomas a lot as a wide receiver too. Jake, it's not even a question the wide receivers, right, Jake? Uh, it's not much of a question, but I don't think you have that. I think Brandon actually has the best trio of wide receivers. Brandon Marianne Lee. She's got Hopkins, Michael Thomas, and Emmanuel Sanders. I like that. Pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's all right. <laughs> I like Ryan Doug Baldwin, and Judy, she also got Judy Zach Smith Schuster. I like that too. She got, I don't like those two rookie running backs. I don't, I don't think it's no safety in two rookie running backs. And when you look at you, when you look at your running backs, uh, Singleton, Saquon Barkley. I, I, listen, the Barkley thing, I, I, I get it. I can dig it. But you left you left McCaffrey, McCoy, you left McCaffrey and McCoy on the board, and you pulled Josh um, Jordan Howard up up to that up to that spot. Again, as I said, he's he's been a top five running back his first two years and. League and now he has an offense that actually might be able to move the ball in spite of him. So he's not. Oh, my, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm a big fan of this. What do you mean, top five? He's still the primary back, though. He's still the early down back. He's still going to be the goal line back. He's still going to be in line for double digit touchdowns, especially if they're moving the ball downfield. So I like I like him better as a touchdown back this year because I agree with you. The offense is better, but I think we're going to see Tariq Cohen play a much bigger role this year. Would you say? Would you say Jordan Howard's a safe bet for 250 carries? Yeah, I like him. I like him as top, top say, 10, 11, but, you know, not top five. Oh, but I got him at nine. Yeah. So we're on the, we're on the same page. The ninth running back. Or, yeah, yeah but he was 12th and 14th. No. What, where, where are we here? I, he, got him, I got him at the end of the second round. Yeah, I'm okay with it, Daryl. But to Corey's point, he, Jordan, I, Corey knows I'm one of the biggest supporters of Jordan Howard there is, but he was 12th in standard and 14th in PPR last year. So if you're taking him a half-point PPR, to Corey's point, LaShawn McCoy and Christian McCaffrey, passing on those two, it does, it, what he's saying is it doesn't look like a wise decision. Yeah, I, I, I like McCoy and McCaffrey over him. McCaffrey too. from weeks 1 to 16 last year in PPR was the 8th overall running back. There you go. And I don't, it's I don't half see point, that just too. so you know, Matt. Okay. That, I guess that does make a difference. <laughs> I don't know if it makes that no, much. No, it does. Much. It, it does right. got to make You're some sort right. of difference, though. You yeah. lose half the points. But that's the point that they're trying to make right there. You know what Simple I'm saying? Man. Listen, I don't. I don't mind the Saquon Barkley, Jordan, Jordan Howard, uh, the, the Saquon Barkley, Jordan Howard play at all. I, I really don't. I don't think that that's that's a um uh I think that's a solid running back tandem. I just think you left talent on the board what, what and McCaffrey it, and let, McCoy. What happens when question? you take Howard and you take Barkley? Then your wide receiver one becomes Jarvis Landry. You know, and my are you my question is, that? what wide receiver did he pass up instead of Jordan Howard? You pay, he passed on Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, um, uh, Bal- and Baldwin. Thielen, I, I would have probably taken a wide receiver there, but that's okay, me. I took I'm Thielen more, and Baldwin. I'm, now, now let me let me ask another question then. And, and Jordan Howard definitely wouldn't have made it to the third round, but no, Jake, no Jordan Howard probably would have been in the third round. I, I, not where I'm picking in the third round. I, would, I think, I think I would, you could have got Jordan Howard at 3-4. You're uh, saying that he probably would have made it back to you. I don't think he – yeah, I, I, get, I get that. I don't think I he would have. But he my question for Jake is you were picking one behind me, and, and this was all kind of a house of cards falling off by having – trying to have some fun here and taking Saquon Barkley one pick ahead of you, which I was assuming you were going to take at five. Would you, in fact, have taken Barkley at five had I taken David Johnson four? Yeah, but that, I mean, that doesn't do have any bearing on Jordan Howard, though. I, I can't hear your response, so they're gonna have to. He said didn't have any oh, bearing sorry. on him. I'm, take, I'm sorry, we gotta get on. We gotta get my 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 bad, uh, Andy. We gotta get Andy and my uh, some heads. No, no, but I'm getting roasted on um, Barkley at four, which is uh. Now, I don't think I don't think you getting roasted, son. I don't think you getting roasted. You're I'm in not the gonna spotlight. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The heat's on. You know what I'm saying? This, that's that's fine. Don't this, pick this, trying this. to screw somebody over. <laughs> Jake said, "Don't pick trying to screw somebody over." Then you wouldn't have that heat on you right now. But I've made I've made my argument though that four four to five Barkley to. Johnson no, is no. very uh, a very small difference to me. So my question is, no, would he have not. picked him at five? Because Jordan Howard is is the least of the surprises here. I, I think two different the questions. biggest question you could say is Barkley at four. Saying it's two different questions. You can't. It say, is two like, different the questions. The gap between the, the gap between David Johnson and Saquon Barkley is significant. He Barkley's on the next tier. To say that I would have taken him at five if he was there is a completely different scenario than saying what happened because you took him instead of taking David Johnson. So you can't. It has one has nothing to do with the next. Uh, so more or less, Jake is saying that the, the gap is significant. 
Between right. Barkley David, and Johnson? Between Barkley and Johnson. We can get a hand right here, Matt. Yeah, no, just real quick. I got a question to why we Matt, do you have the draft board? I don't have the draft board, but I'm looking at the uh, tweet that was sent out, and it says mock draft recap, fantasy exec, and kids, CTM baseball, Andy and Scott. But it's a picture of the BFFs. Well, I don't know. I don't, no, no, you know why? Because the damn BFFs are taking over FNTSY. That's why. Because the BFFs have taken over FNTSY. We can't. Nothing, to, nobody can get I, anything I done. Us. Oh, you see us? Oh, okay. So, somebody said in the uh, chat last week, the, BFF, the BFFs are the voice of the people. The football frenzy is the truth. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the football frenzy is the truth. The BFFs are the voice of the people. I'm, I'm cool with that, Scott. Sounds good doing, to me, Scott? yeah. You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm feeling all right. You know, having fun here. We got Andy. 14, we got Andy in this deep sleep. We got Andy in this joint up. sweating today. You, you you ready for the? I can't. The, I can't hear anything. That's what's added to the uh, to uh, what's what's happening. Because I'm trying to ask Jake to get some of the heat off. I, and you were saying the big difference was between uh, Barkley and Johnson. and Johnson and you. So you would not have taken him at five. Who, no, Jake would have taken him at five, but not if David Johnson was I think on the he board. Said between Barkley and Johnson wasn't huge, and the, you oh, know the bad. difference. Between the, the Howard comparison is different between Howard McCoy, etc. All right, so let's get get him a headset so I can explain. Let's get let's get if we can get um some headphones upstairs. We get the homie um amped up. Just go with the hits today, uh JP. If we can get Andy um uh head head set it up, we can hop back in this one. Go through some of the other picks in the draft. Want to go through the All In Kids team? Look at Scott's team. Fancy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Modell's. Thank you very much, Mr. Florio. How you sound over there, Matt Medica? That should be good for you. It sounds so much better. There you go. I sit in that corner all the time, so I know how it goes. Fancy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, 844-843-6879. Fourth of July coming up means it's time to get serious. Roto Experts exclusive edge package out for 2018. You know what I'm saying? The rankings, the articles, the projections. Get you ready for the draft. Take you through the regular season, whatever you want to do. Promo code all in kid. That's Scott yes, yes, Angle, yes, yes. Scott Angle sitting right here. That's the king. You already know him. Scott, you want to drop a quick little? Did I miss anything about the package? Not really, though. Just uh, you about know, the, we have, we have about more, the depth we have of it. Over fifty articles available now. Nice. Uh, our cheat sheet generator is being finalized, and our projections uh, because they're more fine tuned than ever before. Uh, you can check it out now. You can use the king at checkout for a special discount. And uh, you know we're going to be updating it throughout the throughout the preseason in the uh, process of updating it with the Jameis Winston news right now. All right, so you got the player cards is back and all of that, right? Uh, the player cards are incredible, designed by our, uh, Arturo and, and company and our tech team. Uh, just so much in there, snap counts and all sorts of trends that are the, like the ultimate player cards. All right, so good. I'm glad to hear that. So make sure you all hop on over there, sign up for that. Scott, when we do the program here, we use the promo code All In Kid. Okay. That's cool with you? Fine with me. You don't have no beef with that, do no you? No beef with that. All right, cool. By the cool. way, Venture almost had a really good draft in that 6-7 turn, I think, is where it came. Well, let's start with that. Let's talk about Venture. Uh, Venture, Le'Veon Bell, Alex Collins, Sony Michelle, Carlos Hyde are the running backs. I guess in week one, you could throw Lev Bell and Alex Collins out there. I don't got no beef with that. Sony Michelle could see some flex appeal at, the, at some time. Mike Evans, Josh Gordon, Marcus Goodwin. I thought he pulled the trigger early on, Goodwin, but they was like he wouldn't be back in the in the eight nine turn. He's a Goodwin guy. I would like Crowder. Yeah, I would went with Crowder there. I would have took yeah. Crowder. I mean, I I've been ding, a Carlos Hyde supporter. Ding, ding. We all like Crowder there. Where he took where he oh, took yeah. Goodwin. You're on the board, Corey. Fourteenth round. <laughs> I'm on the clock. Yeah. Um, give me Dak Prescott, Jake. Um, Jake, you now you can go ahead and Andy, you good, right? 
What what? You can hear the show and yeah, everything. Now 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 right, I can hear now, the show. Now Jake and Andy, y'all Jake and Andy, y'all can square y'all thing away, and then we can get into it's, Scott's team. It's it's not even Jake and my thing. I want to bring some of these other picks in that that I'm now looking at the. Oh, board so now you don't, clearly, you don't so even want no beef with Jake no more. No, that's fine. We can have it all day. It's fine. Jake, <laughs> Jake and I go back for years now. But I, I'm looking at the Kings pick with all these uh, rookie running backs he's taking, like Royce Freeman and Kerryon Johnson, and I'm, I'm looking at some of the picks you're making here, Mr. Parson, with. Uh, who was it? Uh, no, it wasn't your pick. It was Jake. Oh, you sorry. don't want no smoke with me, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Jake. It was actually Jake. But I'm trying to get off the Jake, uh, the Jake beef right now. Uh, but I, I, I'm not. Pick I'm on, not pick big on. on a, pick on Scott now. Go ahead. Royce Freeman and Carry On Johnson. I'm just not big believers in. And you know, I, I, I welcome them to prove me wrong. I'm just not big believers in them. I, I, you know, Emery was part of this mock as well. Emery and I go down to the Senior Bowl every year. I've, I've been, you know, in on the, the rookie classes. The last several years, and um, am, am I in and out for you guys as well? Or is no, I feel good. Okay. I'm good. All right. Um, yeah, I would say with Freeman, I took him in the fourth round because, you know, I wanted those two good wide receivers first. I was focused on best players available in the second and third. Knew I would take a risk in the fourth, uh, you know, where I was slotted at number three. So I had Gurley, Baldwin, and Thielen, and I loved that start. And to me, Freeman was like maybe the best running back left on the board what, at that and, point in terms of – uh, what Brandon Marriott and Lee talked about possibly being a number one, I really believe that the path is clear for me. Kerry and Johnson, it was like in the eighth round, so I figured Sixth there's round. some upside. There, there's Sixth pop, round for Johnson. Round I, for love, Johnson. I, like, I like Johnson. I, I think you know, there's opportunity for him. That's why they drafted him in the third round. And at that point, you know, you're taking more of a mid-round flyer. That's fine, you know, but you took Freeman a, a, ahead of... a possible of... flex, and in case Freeman doesn't hit... Maybe Johnson will. And you talk about my number two running back area. Gurley is my number one. But you could have paired that with sorry. You could have paired that with Collins or Sony Michelle, which I would have much rather. I, I had. Wouldn't, don't want Sony Michelle because I feel he has less opportunity in the backfield of New England. You never know what's going to transpire there. I could see Collins though. I've always been a Collins fan, and I did consider it. Let's get Matt in here. Yeah, no, I'll agree with what Andy just said about Collins or Michelle. Uh, the thing with the Patriots, don't dismiss the running backs of the Patriots. They are going to score the most points or be one of the teams up there among the boards. Yes, it could be frustrating at times. I, I get that. But, you know, I would have more went with Collins, but I do like what Scott did. He went with Freeman. He got himself his third wide receiver, took Johnson. So he's hoping one of those two hit. He's got Gurley. So he's locked in there at one. And then when I look later on at his draft, he got uh, Hines, who could be a nice PPR back. And you get the Riddick late in a, uh, you know, it's half point, but it's still, he's going to catch pass. Yeah, and the, the thing is, I don't dismiss the Patriot running backs, but if I want a guy who has a clear opportunity and a lot of volume, I don't feel I can go to New England. I want, oh, God, Jake, you took the dude I was going to take. Um, well, well I, had to, I had to pick before you, so then, so we're on the same page. Jake, I want to get you in here on these veterans uh, that you took in eight and nine, Marshawn Lynch and Randall Cobb. Um, I was a dude that was paying that third-round price for Lynch last year. Obviously, did not work out. We saw some flashes towards the end. What do you think he can give you this year? Is he a bench bye week type guy? I think he's more than that. Okay. I honestly think he's an RB3. If you look at last year, he was an RB2, and that was an RB2 in a kind of underperforming season where he didn't show up until the second half of the year. Actually, in the second half of the year, he's a top 15 running back because I talked about Scott this morning with Roto Experts in the morning. It was 4.6 yards per carry in the second half of the season, and he still averaged 4.2 on the year. And we talk about he took a year off from football, took him some time to get back into the swing of things in the NFL. And I know people are talking about Doug Martin, but let's be realistic about Doug Martin with two great years and four miserable ones. I think people are underrating what Marshawn Lynch can do. Is he going to carry the ball 20 times per game every single week? Absolutely not. If you look at the second half, he actually didn't have very merry carries most weeks. He's usually around the 14 to 17 range, but the production was there with 70, 80, 90 yards and occasional touchdown. Again, RB3 is what will be on your team because you don't have, that's the best part about it. He gave you low end RB2 value last year. Even if he's only the same running back again, you get low end RB2 value, but you don't have to pay that. You pay, basically pay RB3, almost RB4 values, the 38th running back off the board. All right, so right quick. All right, I, I agree with everything that Jake's saying on that one. I think the Marshawn Lynch way he's going right now in this season is a value. But I got I to gotta, I gotta stand down right quick. There's somebody in the YouTube chat that I have to, have to, have to, have to bring up. I don't know so much about as far as, you know, Andy and, uh, and, and, uh, and Matt. But I know for myself, and I would probably think for Jake, one of the dudes that really was a help to us getting in this industry, haven't seen from him or heard from him in a couple years, but my man Jim Day. 
Fantasy Taz oh, is in the chat Fantasy room right Taz, now. Fantasy Taz, what's up? Fantasy Taz in the chat room right now. Dave, if you up to it, my man, please, 844-843-6879. It'll just be good to holler at you right quick. I know you're getting back in and doing some fancy stuff this year. I know you got the Draft Masters thing kicking off. I've seen a couple people signing up for Draft Masters already. Jim Dave was doing this 10 years ago. It would not be a My Fantasy League 10 format if it was not for Jim Day. So, Jim, if you want to holler at us, 844 844- Eight four three six eight seven nine. The homie Jim Day. One of the I haven't fun seen. Guys in the I haven't industry. seen or heard from Jim Day in at least two or three years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I was glad to see on my man Jim Day. You know Jim Day, Andy? I know the fantasy Taz, not as well as you guys do, but I I, I do know the fantasy Taz. Jake, Jim Day was a he was around like when you first got started and stuff like that, right? Uh, a little bit afterwards, he was actually. Uh-huh. But to say he was around, he was one of the first people to come out to flex. Yeah. There you go, Jim Day. I, listen, I, you put me in expert leagues and all of that, you know what I'm saying, when I first was trying to make it in the business. So definitely glad to see Jim Day uh, in the chat. Um, 844-846-879, Jim, if you want to give us a call, definitely appreciate that. If not today, sometime during the season would be fun. Scott, let me take a look at your team, and, and uh, I got to check. I got to grade you, Scott. And I'll make sure oh, you know. I, uh, I'll make sure you know. You I took everything make, down I'm, last I'm, I'm year. Sure, I'll make sure you, you have to. Grade I'll make sure me. you know. You. I'll okay. Make sure you, I'll okay. Make, I'll make sure you GST know. GST leads to an overall champion, and you're grading me. Okay. <laughs> Andy's on the clock, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm making a pick right now. Uh, this is great. <laughs> I love it. Bob in Vermont. Oh, this is interesting. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Vermont and talk to Bob. Bob, what's up with you? Hey, Corey, how you doing? What's going on, Bob? I know you normally call when it's Craig and Michelle. You tell Craig how much your buddy is. Yeah, Say but I like you, too. I, I, I appreciate I that you, you like me. The... I thank you. And there's no Michelle Corey, here, but what's up? Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate well, yourself, you guys... Bob. You see my daughter's here, right, Bob? Well, Where's your daughter? She's right here. See, if you watch on the YouTube feed, you see my daughter sitting right next to me. Oh, yeah, I see you. I don't see your daughter, though. She's uh, cut <laughs> off right now. Oh, she's not, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when they change the camera angle, you'll be able to see it, Bob. Bob, how about the New York Yankees getting that big two, uh, taking that big uh, 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 two games to one over the Red Sox this weekend? Yeah, wasn't that great? That was wonderful. Uh, we were right about that. We were right about that. Uh, oh, she's adorable. Oh, thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. How old is she? My daughter's 12. Oh, my daughter. My daughter be my daughter be 8 in August. She's, so you got a big girl. My daughter's still August getting what? There. I'm August 29th. Uh, my daughter's August 16th, Bob. Oh, Michael's my brother's August fifth. Oh, okay, cool. So it was August August babies so in the house. Two friends over here. This is my man. This is my good buddy Scott Angle. Been working with him for years. He's the uh, he's in charge of RotoExperts.com. It's my friend Scott Angle. He's one of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? He's been very part, very important part of me being up here today. This is my man Andy Singleton. He works for a company called Fantrax, and my buddy Medica is over there in the corner. That's Matt Medica, and then it's Jake Seeley, the All In Kid. He's all the um, he's the most important person next next to Craig Carton in the whole company. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. So, how much is your league to start? How much you pick? Well, I I play in a number a number of different leagues, Bob. You know what I'm saying? They could range from anywhere from oh, a couple of bucks to free or something like that. But I'll definitely, if you want to get involved with some fantasy football this year, Bob, I'll definitely keep you uh in 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 um in in mind, and we'll get some leagues started, and you'll get a chance to wet your teeth. Yeah, I like the guy's hat, New York fan, New York like- Giant fan. Oh, you like the Giant fans hat? Yeah, that's my man Jake Seeley. He's a uh, yeah. New York Giant fan. Got a Saquon Barkley jersey. Yeah, he got on a Saquon too. Barkley jersey on yeah. too. Yes, but... he's got a kick butt this year. I think, I think he's going to have a good year. I know. I, I hope. Well, I, I hope he does. But I don't want him to have too good of a year, Bob, because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. Let me. It's good talking to you. Hope to holler at you soon, my man. Take care, Bob. Yeah. Are you on tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be on tomorrow. I'm here every day except Wednesday, Bob. Oh, yeah, because July 4th. You yeah, know, yeah you no doubt. Need I need one day 4th. to myself. Yeah. All right. All right, good looking okay. out, Bob. Holla at Your you, buddy. Your very cute. All right, thank you, okay, Bob. I appreciate now. that. 844-843-6879. I, was, I wanted to get to your team, Scott, but I had to take care of the homie, Bob. And, all. and now we okay. got Jim Day on the line, so this is cool. Jim Day, my man, what's going on with you? Jim Day. Hey, guys, how you doing? Long time no speak to. What's it's up, been, my brother? Yeah, Jim, it's, I think the last time I, I, we spoke or I talked to you, Jim, was out at, um, was out, we was out in Jersey at the little fantasy football festival. It's funny, I was looking at some pictures. Corey. That was 2011 when we did yes. that? No, not that one. The one that, the, the one that Jim threw um, okay. 
and at, 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 at that spot in Jersey. Um, this was maybe like 2013, 2014, Jim. I ain't, whatever the case may be, I ain't seen you in a while, my man. How you doing, first and foremost? Hey, I, I'm doing well, guys. I'm doing well. And, uh, you know, getting back into the industry and trying to get my name back out there again and nice. do some talking. You know me. I love to hear myself talk. No well, doubt about anybody it. Anybody who hasn't heard of the Fantasy Taz before, you know, he's one of the best analysts in the business. So if you don't know him now, you, you, you better get to know him. Yeah. So, Jim, let me oh, let me you, let me ask you, Jim. I I saw some tweets and stuff. I, but first of first and foremost, Jim, have you are you getting residual checks for basically starting the MFL ten format? <laughs> Don't I wish, Corey? Don't I wish? But you know, hey, as, as long as it's getting out there and it's growing fantasy football in any way, shape, or form, I'm happy with that. No doubt about it. Who are you doing your work for this year, Jim? Well, right now I'm doing some writing for Finding Chance. Uh, uh, fantasy, you know, a couple of good friends of mine, Ryan Hallam, Steve Rapin, uh, guys I've known for a long time. Just having some fun with it right now, but trying to get my feet wet and stop being a little rusty. <laughs> I no doubt about it. Because have you have you played the past couple seasons? A uh, little bit here and there. Unfortunately, my health took a bad turn for a little bit there. But I'm back to normal and back to healthy and trying to jump back in. Well, we're glad to hear that you're doing well. And well, Jim's, thank you, Scott. I definitely appreciate it, and it's a wonder to hear your voice again. It's been a while. Yeah, we we, we great to hear your voice again. It's uh, Jim Day is one of my favorites. I remember sitting next to him in a mock draft, and I make him laugh so hard he <laughs> couldn't even focus on his picks. <laughs> I'll never forget that draft in my life, Scott. I'll never ever forget that draft. <laughs> hey, Jim. So let me ask you. So, what do you think about the the landscape this year? When you look at the boards with the people starting to go back to that running back, running back start, you're seeing a lot of these running backs. Uh, as the past couple of years have been wide receiver, wide receiver. Who are some of the guys you think uh, can be some um, sleepers later on in the draft? And who are some of the dudes that you think uh, can be breakout players? Well, well, okay. Which one do you want me to answer first? Give me, give me, the, give me the breakouts first, Jim. Give me some, Jim, give me some fantasy task breakouts. Oh, okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys I'm actually liking coming out of this format this year. Uh, I am looking at the running backs heavy and early. Um, I'm really, really looking at – trying to grab uh, um, guys later on where I could get them. But the main guy I'm trying to get is Dalvin Cook as much as I can and uh, where I can, and I love his value where he's coming off the board. I see now, you know, he came off at the beginning of the second round. I, I'll take that any day. I think this kid is going to be – has a chance to be a top five back. And, and if he could stay healthy, I think we, we're going to see this kid tear it up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in on Cook. I'm in on Cook too a lot uh, this year. Um, obviously last year before the injury, I'm not mistaken, he was leading the NFL in rushing. Um, Jim, let me ask you when um when you when you are looking to um, you still in the, in the tri state area, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm still in Jersey. All right, hey, will you think you get a chance to come into the studio anytime soon? We're right here on 35th Street. I'm sure we could definitely work that out. Well, let's try to get that done, Jim. I'll be in touch with you, my I'm man. Good, and good, to, yeah, I know. And it's good to have you back and talk to you. So, uh, shout out to you, Jim, and hope to see you uh, sometime before the season starts, my man. Take care, Jim. Oh, thanks, man. It's great talking to you guys, and I'm looking forward to it. No doubt about that. That's Fantasy Taz, my man, Jim Day. 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved in the program. Matt Medica, what's going on with you, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm trying to... Look at the draft board. Remember, it's only a half point PPR because that does, you know. What do you think about what do you think about Emery's, Emery's start of Odell Beckham and, Ty, and Tyreek Hill? Uh, I mean, I really love Hill. I mean, I think the guy I was dead wrong on him last year. I love watching him play. That's I I, I got to take Michael Thomas. I, I mean, yeah. Devontae Adams. I mean, those two alone. I can make the arguments for AJ Green and so on and so on. I mean, I love the player, but I can't take him where he went. Uh, Jake, when you look at Emory's team, now Emory doesn't really come from the fantasy background that we do. So Emory is not really going to worry about ADP and roster construction and fit on a team and stuff like that. Emory says several times throughout the draft that he was just worried about touchdowns. Emory didn't get his first two backs until rounds five and six. And I'll be honest with you, I think it might have worked out because he got Tariq mm-hmm. Cohen and Nick Chubb. I like Cohen. You like Chubb. 
It didn't work out. No, it didn't. Okay. And I love Emory. I love Emory <laughs> probably more than anybody else in the business that's from the scouting side of things. But yeah. it did not work out. Tariq Cohen and Nick Chubb as your two running backs is not working out because Nick Chubb, as much as I'm the biggest supporter out there of Nick Chubb, he doesn't have the lead job from week one. Tariq Cohen is the backup to Jordan Howard. This is only half point PPR where Tariq Cohen's not even getting the theoretic full type of value there. So, no, this. No. He had Kenny Drake on the board where he could have took him in that fourth round. I mean, I do love the Chubb pick as well and Cohen, but I want a full-point PPR for Cohen. I, I can dig that, the full-point PPR. Yeah. Can we play this league out? Yo, you act like you want to put some money on this joint. I, I want to defend these picks. <laughs> I love it when we come back, break down a little bit more. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Let it ride a little bit, PJ. AP, TJ, whatever your name. 844843687910 (laughs) A little bit unhinged today, getting uh, the hype, the 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 atmosphere of the um. Can I ask Jake a question? Program, yeah, sure, Matt. Uh, in the third round, if this was a full point PPR, would you have taken McKinnon over Penny? No, okay. I still like uh, Penny. The fact is, I just I'm writing up right now. Mike Clay actually found the same stats I did, and not surprising because they're very easy to find. But if you look at McKinnon last two seasons, as what he's been, he's been 37th. In yards per yards per carry and 36th in yards after contact and pro football focus also rates him pretty poorly in elusiveness. So everything people think that Jerry McKinnon is, he's not, he'll be fine. I've said this before, you know, this, we've done it on the frenzy plenty of times. He's a fine RB two. There's no way on earth I'm pulling him the second round. And I don't even want him that early in the third round because what he's been on his touches, he hasn't actually been that good and more touches as you, I mean, I'm not telling you anything. You don't know, Matt, more touches doesn't mean the problem is going to be fixed. If anything, it could go the opposite direction. Like Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller got more touches and became less efficient. Put it like this. I took, McK- well, I took McKinnon at, 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 at the third round and sixth pick. I'll do that almost any draft I'm in if he's sitting in. And I, only, and I don't start running back, running back, and McKinnon as my RB2. I don't mind him as my RB2 as running back 16. If McKinnon was not there at that point, I was not going to take Jones. I was not going to take Mixon. I was not going to take Drake. I would have pulled Darius Geis into the third I'll, round. I'll say I this. In yeah. the article, one of the articles I wrote for the, uh, for the package, I know Scott was talking about how big his package was earlier. It's not. Think about McKinnon when you look at it from weeks 5 to 16. Sorry. And I, get, I, I saw that stuff, too, about you know, his rankings and stuff and all that. But he, what he did from 5 to 16 last year, as far as catches and all that. All be one? Uh, I, I got to look at the article. He, there was only like six guys that had more catches than him and uh, receiving yards. There's like maybe a handful of guys. So I'm looking at that. Obviously, I'm looking at it from that full point PPR perspective and the fact that you always follow the money. And, you know, when you got a good coaching staff that goes out and targets a guy. Andy, Nick in the chat says, uh, what's, what's your th- wants to know our thoughts on Chris Hogan. <laughs> our thoughts on Chris Hogan? Uh, you give him yours. You know uh, what I'm saying? I'm, I, listen, I'm in on Rocky Marciano. This is such a uh, such a convoluted situation in, in uh, New England as well because it, it, Edelman's the guy I want there, but he's going to miss the first four games now. So if you can be patient and get well, he's him fighting it though. At, at a discount, it, regardless, yeah, he doesn't though. have a good chance of getting it uh, trimmed though. By the way, to to Matt's point, because I edited that, so that <laughs> was actually one of the things that I started looking up for the Jarek McKinnon. To your point, Matt, he was thirteenth in points per game from weeks five through the end of the season. So again. 
and that's fine. Yeah. And that's a high end RB two. And that's where I'm taking him. The problem is with the other people on the board to what Corey's point was, I, I would still take Mixon and Geis, but those are only two running backs after that. That's what, and I said, I would take him at the end of the yeah. third round. I don't even have that big of a problem. We've, what have we said last week, Corey, I even told you, I don't have a problem taking the middle of the third round. I'd prefer not to because you know he's not going to be there for you in the fourth. My biggest issue is the people pulling him up into the second round. Well, here's a couple things I, I want to add. Jake on that. Here's a couple things I want to add to McKinnon, and, and this is what I was saying about the Jordan Howard pick earlier, is that now I don't have to worry about who's my second running back because I feel I have two competent and comfortable guys. McKinnon is going to outscore Jordan Howard, though. We'll, then Jarvis we'll, we'll Landry's your wide receiver one, right? I'm fine with that. And, yeah. and, we'll, and we'll see how this all plays out. But in, in also in regards to McKinnon, we were talking about Dalvin Cook before, leading the league in rushing, goes down with an injury. McKinnon takes over in that spot and still was filled with all of the what-ifs, what could be. Average 3.8 yards per carry. Same offense, same line that Dalvin Cook was leading the league in. So is McKinnon really the guy that you move to San Francisco now and think, oh, he's no, going to be no, see, this dynamic guy? No, but see, McKinnon is not. McKinnon is not no dynamic talent that Dalvin Cook is. McKinnon is in a situation where the metrically better than are, are you? The, the ex, you got to buy ex, the systems too, though. Yeah, you're the, investing in exactly. Coaches, I'm investing, investing in. in what Matt's saying is, I'm investing in. I know what Kyle here's, Shanahan here's is going to do with that running back. Here's He's my, not a talent like Dalvin Cook, but Kyle Shanahan is going to get him the ball and get him opportunities. Real be, quick, be, okay. Real quick, what Andy was saying about it. Landry has his first pick. Look, he's been great in Miami in the PPR, the full-point PPR. Now you're taking it to a half point. He's going to Cleveland. I don't know how this is going to work out. I personally, in a full-point, and, and I'm not coming after you. I'm just saying. That's fine. Everybody else is. So keep, I'm, keep, keep, I'm, keep it going. I'm kind of short in Jarvis Landry this year. I, I don't want to be in on it. Because I don't think he's catching eight touchdowns, and I think the receptions are coming down. That's just my point. Right. That, that, and that's fair. You weren't here for the mock. Uh, am I allowed to say this stuff, or am I no, giving no, too much away? Son, no, the mock, the <laughs> so, mock will be, the mock will be posted tomorrow, and y'all can watch the greatest fantasy football so, mock ever. My points, my, my points on Landry were this. Um, regardless of quarterback, whether it's Tyrod or Baker Mayfield, they're probably going to be looking at him more so than Josh Gordon, just because of where he's going to be on the field, where you figure he's going to be coming out of the slot, uh, things of those nature. And then Jarvis Landry's career – Everybody wants to knock him down, but even when you pair him, going back to college with Odell, he was the primary guy, even with Beckham in that same offense. So uh, I think we're too, uh, too focused on the lack of touchdowns for Jarvis Landry's production over his first couple seasons in Miami. I'm perfectly but, fine with what his floor is. I, 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 I don't, I don't think that's the case anymore. Let, 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 I mean, let, look let, at the touchdowns, amount of touchdowns that he scored last year. I don't think that goes into the projection. Let me, get Jake, let me get Jake in here right here. Go ahead, rebut that, Jake. No, the problem with Landry is what I've told. It's what we talked about on the frenzy with Matt and Corey so far. Is he's a one to one to one? Is how many targets? Is how many yards? Is how much production? And I don't care about the touchdowns. The production is I just pulled it up. Another thing I've been looking at the all four seasons. He's averaged 1.2, 1.3, 1.4, and 1.3 in non PPR. 1.7, 1.6, 1.8, and 1.6 PPR per target numbers and that's the thing is he's directly reliant on his targets doesn't matter about the touchdowns doesn't matter about the yards he produces what he gets in targets and if the targets drop from 130 to 110 because of Josh Gordon uh, that's going to be an issue the fact is Tyrod Taylor actually had a higher a dot than Jay Cutler last year which means he's actually more aggressive than people classify him as and let's even go back to the fact that Tyrod Taylor's not throwing the ball 500 times so yes Jarvis Landry still might be his number one but there's a lot of telltale signs here that you just drop off 20 targets and Jarvis Landry is going to go from a wide receiver one to fringe wide receiver two. So Jarvis Landry had his best year last year in terms of touchdowns. And, I, and But, you know, it, still at that level, though, I think Jarvis Landry was more of an ideal wide receiver two than a one. And, and, that's, and that's all fine and well. But you just said if he goes down from 130 to 110 targets, he's got a 70% catch rate career-wise. So we're still looking at 75 balls that he's catching. That's borderline top 15 in receptions, and we're in a PPR league. So he's still going to get – even if the targets decrease, he's still going to be in the upper tier of receptions, which is going to amount. And I want the guys with the opportunity that's going to be getting looks from his quarterback. I like your fight. I like your fight. I, I hear, but my point will go better. If it was a full point PPR, I would be more agreeable to it. I'm just not leaving. You know what I'm saying? I'm just. Here's the thing. I, I'm I, just. He's not going to be my guy. This and year. I hate that we're harping on 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 one specific player in general. 
But who's the fan, by the way? The fan, from what I'm looking at, started out pretty good. I don't know how the second half went. Uh, the, the fan, I don't, well, I don't know who the fan is. You might have schooled everybody. You, you, you can tell Matt afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you who the fan is afterwards. They were asking about Chris Hogan. I love Chris Hogan and my ranks on rotoexperts.com, exclusive edge package, and they're all in kid for a discount. You, you know, he's ranked top 25. This guy, before he got injured last season, was playing as a uh, as a top Don't 10 steal my stat. as a top 10 <laughs> uh, I'm sorry what you write for exclusive edge package it's all licensed to all of us <laughs> but he was like top 10 in standard and borderline in PPR you know, I was ranking in my lineup I, ranks I, every week is top 10, 10 but because it's my the, stat Scott the, I'll give you it's he not your eighth, stat you don't own the he stat he was 8th in 9 PPR and he was ninth in PPR when he got hurt after those first games, and he didn't even do much in week one. And yes, I also I had him at twenty three this entire time. Yeah, who are we talking about? You now? know, this is the guy. Chris Hogan. Hogan. You know, not only is Edelman going to miss the first four games, but even when Edelman is back, he's got an established. Brady's got an established rapport to him. You can also hit him deep. You know, I, I think during those first four games, he's really going to break out. Might regress a little bit when Edelman comes back, but can Edelman stay healthy? So I like Hogan a lot. You really have a lot of other unknowns in that New England receiver How did court. Diggs last in the fourth round? Look, I know last year Thielen was the guy. Diggs missed time. Diggs could very well miss time again this year. But we don't know that it's going to be Adam Thielen as the guy you know how Diggs, this season. You know how Diggs lasted the fourth round? Because Ronald Jones was pulled up the board. Ty, Travis Kelsey was pulled up the board. Rob Gronkowski was pulled up the board. That's how Diggs lasted to the fourth round. Those three... I don't want to say. I agree with Matt, but I was taking two Minnesota but wide receivers. Do people right agree there. with me that look? I'm going to assume Thielen is going to be the guy theoretically based off of last year, but there's a new quarterback there. We don't know. Maybe it's maybe Diggs becomes his guy. Uh, if Diggs so, didn't get so here, hurt. So here's the thing: Kirk Cousins actually targets the slot quite a bit, and the fact is Diggs doesn't play there anymore. Uh, so as of right now, but to your point, Matt, here's the concerning part: is where I'm with you on this, it might be Diggs, is depending on who wins the third wide receiver role. Because if it is Laquan Treadwell, Thielen will be in the slot a lot. And that's really good for Thielen. And then it's not even a conversation for me. It's Thielen over Diggs. The problem is if Wright wins the slot and pushes Thielen back to the outside, and now you have Diggs and Thielen on the outside, that is actually going to help Diggs. And Diggs could easily surpass Thielen in that case because he's been playing better outside than Thielen has. So it really comes down to this is, a, this is one of those ones where we have these training camps battles that people are looking at the right opportunity here you're looking at who's winning the third which doesn't matter much for your fantasy team but it does for Adam Thielen well I have a question about Cousins why are we all uh, all of a sudden assuming he's just going to come into Minnesota and be better than what Case Keenum was I mean has Look, he had bad I, receivers I was the biggest Case Keenum fan last year I backed that guy all year but I'm a little worried about him going to Denver we saw what happened in that final playoff game I think Cousins for what he does is very good. He's not an excellent quarterback, will never be excellent, but with these weapons he has and a healthy Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I, he's, he's never had weapons like this. Going squad. I, I, I would argue that, though. Hold he, on one second. Going squad, getting ready to sign off YouTube. Don't forget, make sure you check back tomorrow around this time. My guess is before we come on air with the frenzy, you'll be able to go to the FNTSY YouTube page and find the greatest fantasy football mock draft ever. So You can get inside the room where we were in Studio 34 a couple of hours ago and really break it down with us. Goon Squad, shout out, highlight you tomorrow. Now let's get back to where we were. Where, where, what were we talking about? You were getting ready to say something, Andy. Uh, I was just saying, he said these are Cousins' uh, best weapons of his career, and I would argue with that. You had Jordan Howard, uh, Jordan Reed, rather, in his prime. You had. Yeah, but Jordan never stayed healthy. Games. <laughs> I'm saying you had him at his best. You had Pierre Garcon. You had Deshaun Jackson there. You had Jameson Crowder emerging. You had Chris Thompson doing stuff. You had, he had he talent. Has I would, I would the DC. only guy that I would might. Rank yeah, I that I so. might put on the level with Thielen and Diggs if he was healthy. He's Reed, all of those other guys, I don't think are as talented. If, first and, and Case foremost, Keenum, Case Keenum was a game manager last year who was solid and sometimes spectacular. Kirk Cousins is a much better deep thrower. But first and foremost, whatever Thielen's become, nobody thought Thielen had this. Okay, upside. and if Diggs, if, if Diggs, if Diggs, if Diggs plays sixteen games and can stay healthy, which is a big if, but if he does that, he has upside of being a. Top five wide receiver. Uh, you know, he has this ability that the other guys don't have. What happened, he got hurt last year. Keenum and Thielen were an awesome connection. And by the time he came back, he was the second or third option. Over the weekend, I was watching NFL Top 100. And, they've, and they, that's the, this, is the only, this is the first time I really got to see Adam Thielen's game. 
Son can flat out play. Oh, yeah, no, he was he was he can flat out play. And I'm a st- and, and I'm a Stephon Diggs guy. I'm taking Thielen over Diggs. Thielen can flat out play. We might period. see the touchdowns go up this year. We I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. The Adam Thielen joint. I I didn't say it wasn't his best talent surrounding him. I just said it was arguable. Is that but, what we're here for? As Andy, don't as do that. I mean, he's not excellent, but I think Cousins has produced. The guy throws. And look, he scores about 30 touchdowns every year, even if it's in the high 20s. He never scored. has scored 30 touchdowns. He's never scored 30 touchdowns. But in the draft, today you said you're that. talking he, about Cousins, though, right? He gets today five you said, running touchdowns every year. Today you said that Golf was going to throw 30 to 35. What's to say he couldn't? I don't know if Golf is 28 in his second second. Season. I don't know if golf is 30 to 35. Emerging guy. offense. Did you leave Cousins on the board to take golf? Probably. All right. And you would do that up until Labor Day? I mean, no, no, I didn't. Cousins was gone already. Okay. Cousins was the eighth quarterback. I took golf as, as the 10th. And Garoppolo Jake, Jake, uh, Jake. was ninth. And nobody gave, well, they, they, you guys gave Chris a little bit, but not nearly as much as my golf pick for Garoppolo, who hasn't proven yeah, anything. And did you say no? He scored yeah, him I gave touchdowns a lot every of year. Crap he got to add the Russian touchdowns he gets. All right. I, I, all right, I was talking about the passing. So okay, I'll give you that one. Jake, where you got golf at? 27, 25? Uh, I don't know. I have to check I off the top about of my head, but 18. it's not that low. Oh, it's not that low? I haven't been about 18. 18 touchdown yeah. passes for golf? Oh, no, 18th overall. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I was acting touchdown passes, Jake. That's not, not, not ranking. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I got, I got him 18th with 25.6. 25. Yeah. It's hey, not a bad pick. Like I said, it's not bad. Yeah. Let's, let's play this out. Oh my goodness! I mean, I mean, for me, Cousins is in the probably the top ten, and Goff is going to be. Yeah, I have him seventh. I don't have a, I don't have no beef with Cousins. I took him in the seventh. I, th- I like what Brandon Marianne Lee said. She said the quarterback is extremely deep this year, and that's true. It is. He's so Bill Ed Wright got Philip Rivers in the twelfth round, and he can start him. It's deep every year, and that's why I kind of really like that six point. You know, because if you know if you throw thirty touchdown passes, the other guy throws twenty. You know, you start separating things. Yeah. You know, it's not as easy. Like you can make. Tyrod Taylor and Drew Brees in the past seem a lot more closer. No, they it, really do. You know, but no, but when you did it like I did it last season before, and you had Brees with the six-point touchdowns, Brees had a hundred more points in, in the in weeks one to sixteen. I can dig that. That's a difference. That's no, a huge. I can dig that. I'm just. I, I don't know. I don't mind six points or four points for touchdown pass. Jake, you have a preference, or are you? No, Jake, home league is five points for every touchdown. No, it's not. It's four for quarterbacks. It's four for quarterbacks. Five for everybody yeah. else. No, if the fact is six points doesn't actually make that big of a difference. Okay. Look, it, in, the, in, the, in the example I gave, it, it really does. Over 16 weeks, 100 points. No, it makes, makes a difference. difference if you're doing points, but it doesn't make a difference between the other quarterbacks. The other quarterback, everybody moves up. There's not, it doesn't really change the gaps between the quarterbacks is what I was saying. But would you be more apt to be more aggressive? I'm not saying you have to take a quarterback early. But I think there's certain guys. And, and, and if, you, if you're playing in a league that awards six points with a touchdown pass, are you going to be more aggressive in going after a quarterback? No. No. Jake says no. I say it uh, moves everybody up. This year, I'll probably step back a little, but I'm not going to wait till the very end. Fancy. Fancy yeah, football you, you find like a lot of these high stakes guys in the NFFC, like himself and Chris Vaccaro, well, the point, they'll tend to be more aggressive the on the quarterback. The other point is, if you say you have two quarterbacks, like the leagues I play, it's, it's 20 rounds. So you're going to draft two quarterbacks? No doubt. If you have two, you're gonna make a mis- you're gonna make the mistake pretty much half the time. No doubt, who to play. You're protecting yourself. All right, so, what I'm yeah. saying when you got to choose Andy, somebody to play, it gets difficult. And we were happy to teach you how to play fantasy football today. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just pulling your chain, my I, man. I, I, if, if, listen, Andy's if Goff shakes somebody in the way, if Goff, <laughs> if Goff was like a, a fourth year flyer or something that that emerged because of it, you know, McVay or something like that, he was the number one overall pick. He's entering his third year. Like he, either remember you his, believe, do you remember, his, you do you remember his first season? He was legendary, horribly, how horrible in his first season. Okay, that's fine. He was still the number one overall pick, and he had Wentz to compete with. Fantasy football frenzy for the all-in kid for Wall Street. Matt Medica for everybody on the fourth floor. We are out.